Welcome back to Satellite House Podcast. This is episode six, and this week our guest is Angela. Hello. Very honored. Karibi. Like Thank you. Mm. What am I? Let me see. The Ope beanie. No, mm-hmm. not beanie. The bucket hat. Mm-hmm. Very vibey. Oversized tee. Um, yeah. Just because late night vibes, you feel. Yeah. Also, what Jay Kim's wearing is also late, but like late. Oh, night it's vibes. so like comfy. He's got like such a like uh, curl up by the fireplace with like a hot cup of tea. Yeah. Aesthetic, like. Mm. Um. I. You know what? I love a hot cup of tea, but I don't drink tea anymore because I'm I, I my caffeine tolerance is like so low that like I can't drink caffeine. Otherwise, I'll just be like, I'll be up for hours. Like I just can't do it anymore. So as much as I would love to to have that aesthetic and fulfill the aesthetic that Jason is going for and like live it, I can't. No more coffee for you. I never. I was never a coffee person. Okay, I always preferred tea. tea. What, what's like, your go-to tea? Uh, Earl Grey. Oh shoot. I love an Earl Grey tea. Um, I used to live in London, and so I would go and get like a nice Earl Grey um, all the time. Um, but like surprisingly, coffee is more popular than we as Americans mm-hmm. assume in the United Kingdom. Um, like there's whole chains, Costa Coffee, and like Cafe Nero that like specifically um like specializing coffee and we mm. don't we don't think about that because we're always like oh british people like tea and like in reality they like coffee just as much as we do mm-hmm. they just also like tea angel's a huge coffee fan really uh, okay so coffee is definitely not just a beverage for me i look at it as a routine mm-hmm. you know how you see a lot of mindful vlogs on youtube you see them starting off with like matcha. A lot of people like actually whisk their matcha and like mm-hmm, do mm-hmm. all that ceremonial stuff. For me, coffee's like that. Like just starting your morning, being mindful and s- having like a slow lifestyle, like bring your coffee on the French press and like grinding your beans. It's like fun. Mm-hmm. Integrate that into your routine. I guess it's kind of hipster. And so I it's like, like almost aesthetic. ritualistic for you. Thank you. That's the word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so do you find it's like a very zen process for you is it's, it's all like the very, time mm-hmm. i don't think i'm addicted to coffee where i need coffee to survive wait sorry i do need coffee or some <laughs> source of caffeine to survive the day i don't know why i said that but yeah coffee is cool like that also though um if it's not me going to like my little ritual I like to get coffee at cafes, and that's just kind of like my hobby. Yeah, we actually met at a co- at a we cafe, did. you and I, because Jason knew you beforehand, but you and I met at Academic Coffee yeah. on 2nd Street. Shout out to Academic Coffee. Shout out. Um, an interesting fact about um, Academic Coffee mm-hmm. is they have their own coffee roaster machine in Wait, how'd in you the know store. that? How do you know that? How'd yeah. you know that, Evan? I, I know that because... I, so for my work, what I do is I sell like torque tools to like companies and there's a company called Bellwether Coffee that we, we wanted to sell to and Bellwether has advertises that they have a machine in academic coffee because they, they like list some of their customers to show potential new customers like mm-hmm. oh look at our our machines are in successful businesses such as and then they listed academic coffee and so 
I, I knew that they have their own coffee roaster machine. It's interesting because it's their, it's an electric coffee machine. It's not like gas powered. Mm -hmm. So it's a lot more energy efficient. Um, so academic coffee is both green and has artisanal coffee. That makes me love them even more yeah. than how much I already love them. And that machine is super expensive. Wow. <laughs> well, what's up? <laughs> machine costs like $200,000. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. 200K? Yeah. It's like obscenely expensive. Um, Do you know why? No. I, I don't work for Bellwethers. So no we got to invite them to the next podcast uh, and find out. Yeah. Somebody who works at Bellwether Coffee, um, please come on the podcast. I'd love to hear about your machines. Email them. Uh, send them your name, your email address, your phone number um, we'll to get in contact with you guys. I think that would be pretty neat. Yeah. What What's some other like coffee shops that you really like around here, yeah. Angela? What, what would you say is like the best coffee shop since you're a coffee mm -hmm. person? So, I don't like to admit this, but I like to gatekeep my go-to cafes. Oh. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. And I wanted to gatekeep academic, but I love the crew there so much, and they would appreciate if I lent the name out. So. Mm -hmm academic everyone check academic out uh get their matcha latte panda latte is so good but i will be generous since you i am the guest mm -hmm. on this podcast thank mm -hmm. you for hosting me okay another cafe i will say is circle a and that is across from phil's not too far from oh. our campus okay circle a shout out to the crew there as well mm-hmm their vanilla latte is good. Their chai latte is really good. Mm. They have seating. They have a skateboard shop inside there too. So. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so Circle A sounds pretty cool. Where is that? Isn't isn't that kind of near like the is that in that like walkable area? Yeah. In downtown. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. what I thought. It's like mm. it's like that in that curvy building, right? How do, yeah, okay. So it's all white. Across Circle A, I'm gonna check. It was some performance center it's like the hammer theater or yes. whatever yeah yes yes um yeah i i walk that way when i go to starbucks to get my mango dragon fruit refresher you go all the way to starbucks <laughs> over there Why? Yeah. yeah i do because so what about the one at school okay mm -hmm. so when that one is closed oh but like because because i'll i'm a big slut for mango dragon you're fruit a starbucks person I am. wow I am. okay um and because I really like to go out that way anyway, mm. because I also want to get like spoonfish. Um, poke. Poke. I yeah. love poke. I've been like obsessed. Yeah. Dude. Um. I, I I can't remember who I was talking to, but like things are. Oh, you know what? I know who it was. Mm -hmm. One of the members of our chapter. I'm not going to name his name because I don't know if he wants this info out there. But like, we Say were talking it? about. How, I'm just like, kidding. <laughs> what is his name? Um. But we were just talking about how like food in bowls is like great the best thing ever like, like he just loves like burrito bowls like poke bowls like acai like bowls, bowls like yeah. any bowl like he just loves it yeah um and you know what i kind of agree like a bowl is just really great the only thing that i would say like you really can't do is like a sandwich in a bowl like but there are places Facts. that do it like like jersey mike's will give you a sub in a tub What's, but, wait, what? Yeah, like if, that. like if you're like um, no carbs person, oh. so you so you eliminate the bread, mm. 
So they'll just give you all the stuff from inside the sandwich, mm-hmm. but they'll give it to you in like a tub. So it's kind of like having a sandwich bowl. But without the bread. But without the bread. But like a sub is so much about the bread that it to is. me, like you lose out a lot. Yeah. Right. Like certain things you can absolutely put in a bowl and you're not losing that much like mm-hmm. poke. Right. Because it's just sushi. But in a bowl, like if you wanted to, you could really throw some nori strips in there yeah. and like still have that you know experience of like the all the flavors yeah or like a burrito bowl like you could put like i don't know little bits of tortilla in it and tear mm-hmm. it up in there if you really wanted to like chipotle people get tortilla on the side and like that's know. the chipotle hack yeah, yeah. that yeah. is a chipotle hack yeah <laughs> um so like you know you could totally do that but like you can't do that with a sandwich. Like, there's Honestly, no replacement for bread. On that topic, when Subway added salads to their menu, mm-hmm. like salad bowls, I'm just like, that was my thought process. It's just missing the the buns. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, they're doing whatever they can to make money. But you know what? Subway is really not not very good. Like, Mm-mm. just the quality of ingredients mm-hmm. is just not not mm-hmm. there. Like, I, I would much rather go to Jersey Mike's yeah. or an independent sandwich shop. If one is available, like I, I kind of like uh, Ike's is pretty good. I Ike's know that's, is so good. Ike's is pretty good. Ike's is so good. Never been, sorry. How's Togo's? Is that how you say it? <laughs> yeah, Togo's. Togo's Just is like better right than Subway school. for sure. Togo's okay. is fine. It's okay. it's okay. Like I would rather go to Jersey Mike's, but Togo's Subway's got to be the lowest. Yeah, right? Subway is the, is the worst. I, um, I am going to say though, the raspberry white chocolate chip cookie is so good. They do have good cookies. They have good cookies. Oh, um, cookies are so good. You know where I've never been? I've never okay. been to a Quiznos. Hey, I've never been to a Quiznos either. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> I feel like nobody on the planet has ever been to a Quiznos. You're just like, oh, like Quiznos, McDonald's, McDonald's. Yeah, you know? like, yeah. Nobody's ever gonna choose Quiznos. Like, oh, sorry, Quiznos. I'm sorry, Quiznos. Also, I feel like there's so few of them too. Yeah, well, there are because nobody likes them. <laughs> Hey, sorry to like you know speak down on Quiznos, but it is what it is. That's our take. That's that's my hot take on Quiznos. Mm-hmm. It sucks. Then what's like yeah. your your favorite uh, sandwich place? Mine is um, Firehouse Subs. I've never been. I have never been there. It's founded by like firemen, and mm-hmm. they make their subs super big. They're heavy on meat. They're heavy. They don't really like. They stay away from like all the healthy stuff sandwich mm. that some shops promote. They They're, want like the heavy cholesterol heart attack heavy sandwiches. Heart attack yeah. sandwiches. I love that. I want to go there. <laughs> it's really, really, really good. No, I thought you were gonna say that your favorite sandwich shop was High Street. Oh yeah, oh. but that's like its own category. I think that's obviously the best, but that's only in like San Luis Obispo. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went down. Me and Evan went down there for our spring break trip, mm-hmm. and for our brother's spring Is that break that trip. Picture? Yeah, that's oh, yeah. it. Yeah, and we have a lot of their merch and stuff. Um, that's definitely my favorite sandwich shop. But the thing is, that's like a local mom and is it mom and pop, but like oh, local shop, you know. Yeah. But for like franchise, uh, definitely Firehouse. I, you know what? They never had a Firehouse in LA, so that's why I haven't been. But I know they have them up here in the mm. Bay Area, so I'd l- I'd love to go to a Firehouse and try it out. Yeah, we'll definitely go sometime um i think that would be really cool mm-hmm. and then you could talk about it on the next episode yeah we can talk about my experience up. at firehouse and like how it was um wait speaking of mom pop though to all the san jose natives or even from the bay area i want to talk about Dakau sandwich do you know that one mom and pop 
Uh, so, yeah, pour a shot because my heart breaks for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so it's it's a mom and pop uh, banh mi sandwich store that was oh, around for man. like decades. And for those of you listening who like went to SGSU even like 20 years ago, yeah. Dachau was around when you were broke like college student with their like, I don't know how much their sandwiches are back then, but even now it was like 550. Oh, that's really yes. good. Yes. For like a really good sized banh mi sandwich. But they closed down last what? month. They're retired now, which I'm happy for them mm-hmm, for. Yeah. It's like this old couple. They've been working there the whole time. But yeah, when I found out, I was so sad. So That's very sad. I think sad. I saw that on your uh, social My media. My story, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really I, sad. I really love banh mi. I think banh mi are super good. It's so bomb. Um, do you go to Lee Sandwich? I do. Yeah, I, I like love Lee Sandwich. Lee's. Yeah. Lee's is really good. Um, I love their barbecue pork banh mi. Same. That's so good. Same. Like, I, you know what? Like, the Vietnamese, they know how to make a sandwich. They like, know how to make sandwiches, oh. coffee, pho. They, make, they, they know how to make everything. Dude, All Vietnamese, Vietnamese food is just so good. Girl. Being in San Jose is really nice. We get we get that San Jose community. Yeah. Vietnamese community. Like in our backyard. Yeah. It's like a five minute drive. Yeah. There's literally like a Vietnamese restaurant right down the street from where I live. Like you can walk to a Vietnamese Ooh. restaurant. Like I don't know how to pronounce Ooh. it because I'm not Vietnamese. You're <laughs> like I don't want to butcher it. I don't, I'm like, Song Li. I'm definitely saying that wrong. I'm sorry, Vietnamese people. I have to bring this back though what? Uh, for all our SJSU students because oh. you guys were talking about Lee sandwiches. Yeah, but I have always been going to Bommy Oven. Bommy Oven? I've, I've never, never heard been of there. Oh, okay. Hold up. I'm going to check their Yelp out. Okay. Because like, which one's better? Um, We're going to have to find opinion. out next time. Oh, you've never been? No, I've never been. Okay. I went to Lee Sandwiches for the first time with Tomo. Okay. Okay. And I think, I don't know. I think, you hmm. know what we should do hmm. is a segment on the podcast <laughs> is to like have both sandwiches and then. Ooh, yes. that would be fun. A bon me taste yeah, test. Yeah, 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 definitely. Wait, this place looks good. We should do that. We should do a bon me yeah, taste test. Yeah, because I mean, most of our marketing or our audience is SGSU students. Mm-hmm. So that could be a segment. That's true. That's true. We yeah. could we could do a, like a tier list of of uh, Vietnamese restaurants in San mm-hmm. Jose. You know, that a lot of people fun. like that, like a mukbang episode. Oh, yes. we should do a mukbang. Mm-hmm. Yes, totally doing that. I'm in on that. Yeah, okay. eating, can- <laughs> talking about food. Sign me up, sister. Sign yeah, me up. Yeah, we'll 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 go to a bunch of places and say, can like you can can you cut it in thirds, right? And then that way we can all share share the bon mi and like we'll yeah. try like five different ones mm-hmm. and then we'll rank the bon mi on a tier list. I'm down for that. That'll be really cool. Okay, we'll do that before the school year ends. I was gonna say you have to do that before like yeah. before summertime. Yeah. yeah. Um, are you gonna be around in summertime, Angela? I am. Oh, then we we could do it in the summertime oh, too. Yeah. We're we're gonna be around in the summer. In the summer. Oh, yes. summer season's great. You know what? We we should all go to San Francisco in the summertime. <gasps> what I'm are down. your go to spots? Evan has a lot. What well, do you do <laughs> when you go there? Oh. Do you see the art? Do you go for food? You know what? I I go for food, but I also go for gay clubs. Okay. So. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> but I also popping off over there. I also just like to to see things that are kind of different and that I've like never seen before. Mm -hmm. Like they have a lot of really weird stuff to see. Yeah. They have a museum of ice cream in San Francisco. Like that's weird. That's not something normal. 
I want to go see that. I want to check it out. Take my money. Take my card. Yeah. Yeah. Give me samples of those ice cream. I'm like, they they have a lot of just San Francisco has all the stuff to do in the Bay Area. You know, like yeah. it's so much more interesting than San Jose. And that's it not is. that's not shade on San Jose. Like San Jose is I would much rather live in San Jose, but there's more to do in San Francisco. Mm. Let's go to coffee shops. Yeah, we yeah. can absolutely do that. We yeah. can also go to some like really nice cocktail bars. They have oh, really good cocktail goodness. bars in San Francisco. Or, you know, in um, Alameda, they have some really good like wineries, like like uh, tasting again? rooms. It's like near Oakland, that, okay. that little island like off island of off of Oakland. Yeah. Um, they have some really good like wine tasting rooms and they Take have some like me. good um, like beer breweries and stuff yes. like that. It would be really fun. Dude, um, screw it. We'll just go on a date to Napa, dude. Oh wow. my god! I and, then, and then we'll end it with the French laundry. Napa. The French laundry. We can't yeah, afford do you know that. The French laundry? No, it's, it's the, the fanciest, fanciest restaurant in California. California. And Gavin Newsom went there <laughs> during COVID. Why is it fresh laundry? It's I French food. Oh wait. But, yeah, but why is it called laundry? Oh, uh, <laughs> I have no idea. I'm gonna yell at it right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the, the, wow, we just planned a lot of trips. Since we're on the topic of restaurants, I want us to talk about the restaurants in the student union. Ooh, okay. Have you guys tried that new one, um, the Halal Shack? No, I I want to though. I love halal food. I haven't been in the student union in like ages. You just aside went there today, bro. I know, but like aside from chapter, like I don't, I, I haven't been to like the dining part of the student union in mm. like forever. Um, the last time that I was there, the only things that were open were like Taco Bell and Panda Express. Yeah. So before coming to SJ State, I really like pooped on Taco Bell just because <laughs> like I started gymming and there were a lot of conversations about, you know, like, oh, the Taco Bell run will send you running to the toilet, you know, those type of jokes. Mm-hmm. I feel like someone that was trying to get into fitness and just trying to cut turned off by like taco bell and fast food but like after desperate measures and desperate calls i formed a relationship with taco bell right now <laughs> like committed relationship wait a minute wait okay so i was working at seven leaves back in orange county before i moved here yeah and there my coworker, uh let's call him dill so dill was like yo like i love taco bell and i'm like bro taco bell's like whack he's like Eat this crunch wrap and you'll see. Ooh, crunch wrap. Crunch that slaps. Are only three dollars. But they will fill your tummy and your soul up. Breakfast crunch wraps and the normal crunch wraps are so good. Mm-hmm. So you know, you know what I really love from Taco Bell? The quesadilla, the chicken quesadilla. Like Schmacks. Okay, I, I agree with that. Like when you're when Schmacks. When it's like three AM and you're really intoxicated, there's <laughs> nothing that hits like a Taco Bell quesadilla. Like I know that this is not valid, like, Hispanic food. It is not. You no, know, this is yeah, definitely whitewashed American, you know, yeah. like, trash food. But, like, it hits, though. Like, nobody's going to say that Jack in the Box is good American food, but it still slaps. It still like, slaps. Like, I'm it's sorry. So like, good. sometimes those fast food flavors, like, they just slap, especially when you're intoxicated. Like, mm. a Taco Bell, uh, or, uh, I'm sorry, not a Taco Bell, a Jack in the Box taco. I love Jack in the Cracks tacos. I know. Oh, you two are the two people I, that I know that love Jack in the Crack. The I, Jack, the Jack in the Crack, yes, San Jose. I live for Jack in the Box. Yo. And I'm sorry, 
Like, if there was one that wasn't ghetto around no, here, no, no, no. I would go to it. But like, no, 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 no. you don't. You don't just. You don't. I'm not talking about Jack in the Box. I'm talking about Jack in the Crack. Like the one the here, yeah. The one Jack in the Crack. You, you, you're the, the two. ghetto ass Jack in the Box. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah. For our listeners, which one mm. is that one? It's the one on Fourth and San, San Carlos. Carlos. Yeah. Yeah. It's next right to Pizza next to My the, Heart. Yeah, and the Grad and everything. Lovix. Like uh, yeah, it's right next to Lovix. It's right across the street from Pizza My Heart y'all, and Yogurt Land. Yo, you're gonna get like uh, some like. Your doctor. Twenty years from now, you're gonna go to uh, having a doctor's appointment. <laughs> it's gonna like, it's gonna be like some sort of rare disease. They're gonna be because like, you have stomach crack. cancer. It's like, dang. Yeah. yeah, and then it's gonna be like, there's only one other case, and then it's gonna be like, Evan. The other, other it, we're we're gonna be the only people who have that level, <laughs> like that level of like stomach poisoning, and it's gonna be from that Jack in the Box. <laughs> hey, but it's so good. You know, like the late night munchie meal? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So for those of you listening, okay, you're broke and you're hungry and you had a late night study sesh. $7, you know, at a restaurant, that's an appetizer. But in Jack in the Crack, two tacos, half curly fries, half normal French fries. Well, that's a game changer. That's a game changer. And you get a choice of a sandwich. All for seven dollars. You know what? What's life without a little danger? You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you gotta you gotta live life on the edge. Yeah, yeah. but I'm, I'm just saying like here's like here is like skydiving and here's like eating a dragon the crack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <It's pretty good. laughs> Wait, was the audience able to see your yeah, visualization? Yeah, I was like aiming at the camera. Okay. You know? um, yeah. I'm I'm sure that the audience will agree that. The Jack in the Box is by far the most risky thing that I could ever possibly do. Like, <laughs> I'm going there is also part of the. Risk. Okay, thank That's you for fair. mentioning going, that. Going thank you for the mentioning that. I don't think eating there is actually the risky part, but I do think going there is the very risky part. All we gonna say is, ladies, make sure you're walking with a friend. Yeah, no, that's Pepper fair. Please, yeah. please take notes. Walk with a friend. Do you want to advise like our male audience to walk with a friend as well? Uh, you know um, what? I advise everyone to walk okay. with a friend. There's Fair. safety in numbers. I Fair. advise. So we recently we just had like uh, a mitten Spartans Day a couple of days ago. Mm. So all the upcoming freshmen next year are coming. I want to tell this to all the uh, upcoming freshmen. The out freshies there. coming in. Yeah, if you're watching this video, uh, I would say going to Jack in the Crack is like a rite of pilgrimage. You know what I mean? Oh, Every, yeah, everyone's got to do it at least it once. Is. Yeah. Uh, another place At three that, in the morning. Another place that students really love to go as like a rite of passage, I would say, is like Peanuts Cafe. Yeah. Girl, um, I ain't never been there. It looks like it's closed. Like, I don't know if it's worth it. Is it even open? It's okay. Okay. Breakfast like, food. What is it? Breakfast food. It's breakfast food. Just brunch? Omelets. Brunch. Toast. Yeah. Jam. Mm, I like brunch. Omelets. I mean, they don't. I don't coffee. think. I don't even think they do mimosas. Like it's okay. just breakfast food. I wouldn't even call it brunch because it's not. There's no bottomless mimosas. How much is it? The price line. Uh, like twelve bucks. Okay. Bucks. Average. Yeah, average. Uh, they used to do a student discount. They're actually so okay. Me and Evan obviously are in Greek life. Mm. Greek life loves. Penis. Oh yeah, they they're obsessed with it. Yeah. Wait, why? What so, is why? What's that special like? So like obsession over penis? during like. Is it when? What is this bond? Is it during uh, pre-I or is it after pre-I or when? When is it that like everybody goes at, like right after yeah, rush? Yeah, after dry rush. After okay. oh yeah, after dry every, rush ends, every thing. every Greek life organization goes to peanuts Gets and they day drunk. drink. 
at oh, peanuts. Oh, yeah. I see. Um, every semester. Every semester. It's a tradition. Yeah. And around the uh, restaurant, you'll see decor of like, this is um, such house and such. Uh-huh. Like, they name up all the houses, right? Uh, they have like plaques on the thing. Like this oh, plaque wow. is from this house from San Jose State and everything like that. And this year. So it's a huge part of like, it's like a tradition. Okay, that's cute. That's yeah. cute. And it's a mom and pop cafe, right? I think so. I believe yeah. so, yeah. It's it's definitely independent for sure. Okay. Um Well that's sweet. Greek see- life is also really obsessed with Sammy G's. Yeah. The pizzeria? Like, yeah, the pizzeria. They they go there all the time. It is constantly packed with Greek life kids. I mean, it's like right there too. Yeah. Uh, and honestly, I think that's why, because it's mm. so it's so easily accessible, especially from like the dorms. It's literally right across the street. How's the food though? Um, we've talked about this on an episode of our podcast it's not before. Good. Do yourself a favor. Go walk to like San Carlos Pizza. Thirty instead. seconds around the corner to San Carlos Pizza. Isn't that what we said during our recording? I last think so. Time? Yeah. Yeah. I oh think so. yeah. Okay. But yeah, take um, notes, everybody. Yeah, take notes. Also, if you're an upcoming freshman, do yourself a favor. Uh, go to Whole Bags. Oh, House of Bagels. The line is worth it. It's very worth it. Okay. Uh, salmon wow. Lux Bagel. I've never had the salmon lox bagel there. Um, you, know who, you know who told me about it? The salmon lox so bagel? Good. Who? Uh, the first president of Pi Kappa Phi, Jason Crudo. Uh, you know what? I've never met him. Shout I out met, to Jason Crudo. I met, him, I met him in a class. We had a class together. That's impressive. Yeah, in, in, in the breakfast, uh, for breakfast, and I was he got whole bags, and I was like, oh, what, what should I get? And he recommended it to me. That's really cool. Yeah. I can't believe that you knew this person who I don't. Like, I've been around... In the fraternity been around for literally down. years longer than him, and I did. I don't know this man. Mm. Like, um, and he just happened to meet him by sheer coincidence uh, while he was having ho bags. We're, we're definitely acquaintances. Like, I think he remembers me. Oh my god, which is crazy. Good for you. Yeah, he's a cool guy. Yeah, that's House of Bagels. A little excerpt. I was torn between another school and transferring to SJSU. Mm. And what's the school? Uh, SFSU. Oh, me too. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, well, this is a life-changing decision. Mm-hmm. The only reason why I chose SJSU was because I had had host bags four years <laughs> ago from when I needed to make a decision. That's my story. <laughs> Everyone from soon knows. Bagel yeah. Restaurant. I did yeah, not know was, this. Yeah. Because, you know, SF, what? SFSU, I haven't been there. Like, I haven't even toured the campus. Mm-hmm. But my distinct memory from San Jose was House of Bagels, and it was so Aww, good. Yeah. yeah. And that's why I came here. Yeah, House of Bagels is really, it's really good. so bomb. It's so And the good. pricing is amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's also like another mom and pop shop. It you is, can yeah. go there and get some like a really nice breakfast for under $10. Yes. Like, it's, you, can, you can go and get yourself like a a hot tea or a hot coffee mm-hmm. and like a bagel and you know it's it's not even 10 bucks like it's it's so worth it yo i'm gonna go tomorrow morning <laughs> i'm going tomorrow i should yeah. go tomorrow too like before tomorrow. work that would be really nice yeah um bring my bagel into work with me so do you like avocados on your lock sandwiches or i sandwiches? love avocados we wanted now. to talk about avocados i do i love avocados what Definitely. Do you think that like, okay, so avocados are obviously a fruit, right? Because they have a big seed in them. Mm. But like, do you find it weird that they're a fruit? Yeah. Like, 
Because I can't think of any other like savor. Well, I guess like um, it is savory. Like yeah. tomatoes are kind of like a, a fruit as well. Um, so like that's kind of a weird thing. Like certain, you know, certain kind of like foods are fruits, but they're like they don't seem like they don't it. seem like they should be a fruit. You mm-hmm. know, like how is like why wouldn't avocado be a fruit? So it's so strange. Yeah, because. When you think about fruits like pineapple, apples, or peaches, mm-hmm. something sweet. Yeah. You make juice out of it. Yeah. Well, people do make juice out of avocado or smoothies, but avocados, I feel like it feels more like a vegetable because you top it off on like um, salads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you don't put fruits on regular salads. Obviously, fruit salads, yes, you do. But like mm. a regular salad, like you don't put like peaches in a regular salad. Like that's kind of weird. Or like mango in a regular salad. Right now, this feels like 3 a.m. conversations, and it's really tripping me out. <laughs> why are avocados fruits? Because like, they have a seed in the middle. But why? Yeah, but why? And they grow on uh, trees. And why? Why is it a fruit? That's how God created it. Yeah. It's very I interesting. I need to ask him. Because mm-hmm. it's so distinct from a strawberry, right? Yeah. Damn. Can you imagine making like an avocado smoothie? You know people make those? Really? Yeah, they do. Avocado smoothies are a thing. If you I go to like uh, fresh juice places, um, if you go to donut shops, they have avocado smoothies. I want to try that. I mean, like, I don't think it'll taste good because it's savory. Ooh. Like a savory smoothie? That's weird. Vietnamese restaurants also have avocado smoothies. I've never tried it just because it's one of those things where my mind can't really fathom it being mm-hmm. a smoothie. Yep, yep. So I don't want to try. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm sure in reality it's not, it's not bad at it all. It won't but be like, too bad. But, it, it, but in my mind, it you can't register awful. it, right? Being like <laughs> something del- like a delicacy. Yeah, I'm like, no, mm-hmm. that doesn't sound right. Do you, do you guys yeah. eat avocados like raw, or you're like, do you prefer it like? adding salt to it yo like sometimes lemon. like a raw avocado hits so good i'll eat straight avocado like, yes. like, just spoon like cut uh s- knife right in the seed right twist twist get it off. out and then, and then spoon. get a spoon and scoop it yep. you do that yep. it's so good mm. like if i'm trying to snack and like you know be mindful of my consumption mm-hmm. you know i'll just scoop an avocado because mm-hmm. it's so good mm. am i full after that no but I'm satisfied, yes. I think like avocado makes just about everything better. No, oh like goodness. there's nothing. List that it. You... List the things that make things better. Tacos. Like, taco. Omelets. Burgers. Oh my Burgers. Gosh. Yeah, definitely. Um, eggs Benedict. Brunch item. Any any brunch item is automatically but better. I, I than will an say avocado. this: though. you don't see avocado in any Eastern or Asian. No, you don't. That's true. Yeah. I've never. No, they oh. put it in poke bowls. Oh, they do put it in poke bowls. That's true. Poke isn't too like it's Eastern not very though. Eastern. Yeah, well, they it's put it in sushi nice. sometimes. Oh, yes, okay, okay. yes, That's yes, fair. yes, yes, yes. Like if you like on a dragon roll, man, that's got some avocado oh, in it. Oh yeah, yeah, sushi, dude. Avocado goes great with man. rice. Avocado does go great with rice. Rice, some soy sauce, mm-hmm. and just like mix it. You know, like the broke college student budget meal, you know, besides the whole like just, you know, ice cereal where it's just ice and water, you know, <laughs> oh, we've all been there. That? We've all struggled like that. 
Mm, okay. Yeah, just water and ice. I'm just kidding, obviously, but that was a meme. Like I'm, I'm like two years you? ago. Yeah. <laughs> it's like donate to my <laughs> Venmo, everybody. My GoFundMe, please help me eat. I'm just kidding. Um, so what were we talking about again? Avocados. Okay. Well, we can move on. No, 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 no. Avocados are great. Okay. Especially on carne asada fries. Oh, yes. that's real good. Yes. Uh, speaking of sushi, though. I will recommend one sushi restaurant, and it's in Valley Fair. I don't know if y'all been there, but it's called Bamboo. I have Bamboo not. next to Salt and Straw. Okay. Definitely have to try go there. it out. I was it's there a sushi yesterday. Restaurant? Yes. I thought it was like a uh, boba place. No. Oh. It's so good. Okay. Yeah. I got I got to recommend Sheelin. In where's that? It's in Valley Fair. Sheelin is like Shilin, a. Dude. is so good. It's a Taiwanese like fried chicken place. Oh god! Is that the one across from Somi Somi? Yeah, I've never tried it. It's so. And good. I always look at it. Oh, it's it's worth it. You got to do it. You oh gotta my god! Try Sheelin. Like it is, honestly, some of the best, like, some of the best Asian style fried chicken I've ever had. Mm. It's definitely actually. I'm gonna say it's the best Asian fried chicken I second, I've ever I had. I second that for sure. Are you guys hungry right now? Oh, I'm so hungry. <laughs> like, <laughs> Are you guys hungry talking about all this food? I only ate once today. Why? Um, Because I had work and chapter and like a whole bunch of other things. Yeah, so I did have a long day. I guess that's another college tip. No matter how busy you are, like make sure to eat. Yeah, definitely. Like you got to take care of yourself. Yeah. Like make sure you hydrate. Make sure you eat. Make sure you sleep enough. Like, you know, don't don't let the university system make you stop caring for yourself you know facts facts like facts you know we we think about it like oh our education is the most important thing but like if you're extremely unhealthy you're not going to do well in your classes like it doesn't matter how how much effort you put in like if if your body physically can't give anymore it won't Mm -hmm. so like you need to take care of yourself first and 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 then think about your your education. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's mm-hmm. kind of this very like man. Toxic I'm getting culture. heated right now. I'm getting so heated. It's a very toxic culture. In, it's so in toxic. So to, toxic to put your classes above everything, including your own health, mm-hmm. it, and and that also includes your mental health. Like mm-hmm. if you are having like a full on mental breakdown, like why are you gonna go to class? Like. Mm you're not going to learn anything. (laughs) Like, I promise you, like, if you're, like, if you get home from class and you cry, Mm -hmm. like, you probably didn't learn much when you were in class. Like, it's, it maybe it's better to just take that class off. Like, missing one class session isn't going to hurt you as bad as, like, burning yourself out and then having to drop out of college because Mm -hmm. you were so stressed, Mm -hmm. you know? So, like, take that time for yourself, do things for yourself. And, of course, you know, your education is a priority, but your health should come first. Yeah. Okay, I don't know how you guys feel, but hear me out. Do you think we live in a society (laughs) that allows you to do so, to take care of your mental health? It doesn't, right? It doesn't. We, I feel like a lot of people have no choice but to lose a sense of themselves or lose the 
the time to take care of themselves because you need to catch up with grades. You need to perform to get those results. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. oftentimes, like, we are so... Um, like, the thought and belief is deeply embedded in ourselves that if you rest, you know, why am I resting? And you start feeling guilty. Mm-hmm. And like you mm-hmm. said, it's this perpetual cycle of toxicity. Yep. Um, yeah, it sucks. Also, people that come from, like, lower-income families, like, they, like, you know, their parents sacrificed a lot. So they feel as though they need to achieve a certain, like, degree or, you yeah, know, they, they feel accolade. that if they're not successful yeah. enough that they failed their parents. Yeah. And, like, that, that it's, like, a sign that they didn't appreciate their parents enough or something like that. And you know what? Um, I, I, I very much disagree with this. I, mm-hmm. I didn't come from a rich family. Um, but you know what? Like college isn't for everyone. And if it's not yeah, for you, yeah. then, you know, don't, don't force yourself and ruin your 20s just because your parents have an expectation mm-hmm. of you. Or if you feel or the need to go to school. because you feel that you have an yeah. expectation. Like, I, I just don't think that that's a way to live your life. Because if, you're con- if you live your life like that for the rest of your life, you'll never be happy. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's... I'm not saying that happiness is the only thing that we should value in life. But it is definitely one of the things that we should value in it's life. It's a value. It's definitely a value. I think it's a top value. Yeah. I think it should be. But obviously, it's not the only one, Mm -hmm. but it should be your top value Mm -hmm. is to live a happy life. Yeah. If you were miserable. However way you define it, yeah. Like, if you were miserable through your whole life, that to me is an unsuccessful life, right? It's not about, like, financial wealth or status or, you know, anything like that. Like, I could be broke for the rest of my life, but if I was happy, I lived a successful life. Yeah. You know, that, that to me is, is, is everything. Now, if I, if it's my desire and my wish that financial success makes me happy, then of course I should pursue yeah, that. Yeah. But that's not always the case for every person. And I would say, you know, do what makes you happy first, right? Mm-hmm. Shout out to all the arts majors, right? Who are pursuing what their dream is even though that it's not guaranteed that they're going to have a super high income. Yeah. You know, like that's one of their biggest, um, I guess bumps along the road, mm -hmm. their biggest reason they feel they shouldn't enter that like field. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When we recorded our first episode, the first time when I was transferring the files, I don't know what happened. I guess I ejected the USB too early when I was transferring the files or whatever. But the whole episode got deleted. And then a couple of days later, I got in a car accident. So It was not your week. I, I know we were just talking about mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a couple other things. Depre- I had like a little mini depression episode. For mm-hmm. like a, a week and a half-ish. Mm-hmm. And I know you saw this because like we were at church after service. Yeah. I was just sitting there alone. Um, just going through my feelings and emotions. And you came up to me, Jason, are you okay? Like, mm-hmm. That really helped a lot. Um, something like and dude i know i know after service if someone is just seated there by themselves like with in this posture i was like "Mm, they're going they're thinking about something for sure yeah 
I mean that, and, and I mean like I think that's something like what friends are there really for. For so important, definitely so important. Mm-hmm. And I I know that like we're college students, you know what I mean? Like there's a lot of stress. Mm. We're broke. We pressure. Work. There's a lot of pressure grades. Um, but something that the archon of our fraternity, uh, our, the president of our fraternity, Nick. Um, I love Nick. And one of the things he did to me or told me was to just write it down. Mm. Um, journal? He, journal it down. Uh, oh, okay. Get those feelings out, you know. Um, and that's what I did. He actually ran after me after our chapter meeting uh, one week. And he, he was like, JK, wait, right? And I was like, what's up, Nick? Um, and he said, I, I noticed that you're not yourself in the past few weeks. Um, uh, is anything wrong? And I, mm. I told him everything, like how I felt um the reasons why and you know what that that really helps a lot so i think mm-hmm. my my advice is to just you know if you see something if you notice something like um or just regularly like check up on your friends because mm. you never know how they're, they're feeling mm. what their emotional status yeah also like going back to my question like do we uh do we live in a society that supports your mental spiritual and physical well-being no because you're so busy you won't really have the time to invest in like your physical wellness. So that's where working out, it's so hard because you need to integrate that into your schedule. Eating well is hard because, you know, you need to like wash stuff, the produce and, you know, like meal prep and yada yada, take your vitamins. But we're so busy, we can't, we end up eating a lot of processed food. <laughs> Jack in the crack, back to that, mm. <laughs> back to that notion. Uh, yeah. Also, I just feel like the way that the world is operating, it's just going to get worse, which is why connecting it back to Jason's like advice, like keep yourself plugged into a community. That's what friends are for. I swear in college, like because you can't help but to define yourselves by your grades sometimes because that's kind of the way we could get out. Right. Yeah. Or I don't know how to verbalize this concept that I'm thinking. I feel like we're brainwashed into this um, attitude where we're defined by our outcomes and sometimes us being human we don't get that outcome and we beat ourselves up we fall into depression or shit like, oh, excuse my french if my soon ministry kids are like listening excuse <laughs> that definitely listening <laughs> anyway thank you for listening yeah thank you for listening uh yeah anyway so yeah sometimes like stuff hits the fan like you might get into an accident yeah um you might lose a loved one you might lose your job in this day and age of the pandemic business not doing great like stuff happens like i would hope that you have people you trust truly to be vulnerable with yeah and mm-hmm. to open up because once you fixate into isolation that only gets worse yeah yeah that is that is my number one tip for mm. all upcoming students coming to definitely State, or even your college student i know we're a commuter school evan how many people go to our school uh, about 33,000. 33,000, only like 3,000 live on campus. So you have 30,000 students. Yeah, only like, a, there's 11 times more students that go to the school than live on campus. Trust me, I was one of, wow. I was a commuter for uh-huh. like two, three, two, two and a half years. Like, that's my number one tip. Find a community, find a community that you vibe with, find mm. a community that you like, whether that's a student, uh, student clubs or Greek life or whatever it is, professional organizations. College is a journey. It's a long journey. There's, there's ups and downs. You're going to deal with... And you can't do it alone. No. You, can't you really alone. can't. No. No. Um, um, I, honestly, I would say that probably my number one reason for joining a fraternity was to find that community. Yeah. 
Um, and that's, that's definitely what I got out of it. Mm. Um, and it's the reason that my mental health is doing better than it was two or three years ago. Mm. Um, because I have a group of people who are here to support me. And I think that, you know, if you don't have that, it's really, really, really hard to get through university. I couldn't, I couldn't do this at all if I didn't have people like Jason here with me. I could also testify with that because back in SoCal, I was in community college for four years. Mm -hmm. That's a commuter school too. No one wants to hang around and be like, oh my God, I'm trying to make friends. No, everyone's trying to transfer (laughs) the heck out, right? Because we're already there, but we also need to do another two years out of four year. So everyone was very invested in just like the transfer journey. And my only community was at church or my high school friends, but those friends aren't the ones that I'm doing school with. So I got, yeah, it was really hard. There's a big difference now because here at SJCU, I'm a part of a, like a Christian fellowship. Mm -hmm. And these are friends that I see on the day to day during activities or fellowship, but also at church. So having like familiar faces to, you know, do dumb things with love about like the most mundane things to go eat with to study with it's really great yeah man no, yeah I, I community's can, so important i can i'm really, just realizing this right now super important damn I, damn I, I can really relate to you Angela, yeah because i i also went to community college and i was there for three years and nobody nobody would hang around like nobody wanted to make friends like no it it really really is all about the transfer mm-hmm. and everybody like student life at a community college basically doesn't exist. Like it, it's kind of a ridiculous concept to say like, Oh, there's going to be, you know, that you're going to have clubs and friends and this yeah. and that. Like there would be like six people in like one of the biggest clubs, you know, like this yeah, facts. Not a, like people facts. don't want to hang around, you know, they mm-hmm. go to their classes and they go home mm-hmm. and then they go to work and then mm-hmm. yeah, or they go to work, and you work. know, like they, they, yes. they do whatever it is that they need to do and they get the hell out of there. Yeah. Like they don't, they don't stick around, yeah. you know? And I think that was one of the big shifts for me is like, I was okay with that when I was there because I was a commuter too. Mm. So I would go home and I would be with my family and the people who loved me. But I think when you live at school, you need to find a community. Yeah. You know, you, you like, if you commute, you know, maybe, maybe you don't need this, but, but if you live on campus, you absolutely do. Mm-hmm. If you, if you are a student who has moved away to go to university, mm. you need uh, some kind of community yeah you you can't just you know say oh i'll be fine like at a community college i could do that i mm-hmm. could just go home and i was like eh, well, oh yeah. well but it, it's so much more important here that's yeah. my other big tip uh if you're a san Jose state student yeah try to try to um go on 7th street plaza at least once a week walk down the street mm-hmm. once a week yeah like, oh, that's yeah. where all the tabling happens yeah. that's, that's where all the clubs the and organizations yeah. um i know myself when i was a freshman i was actually scared to walk down seventh street i had social anxiety I it's because they're coming at you with fire they you. really do like a frat bro's coming up to you hey bro uh do you want to spend money or uh do push-ups at our, our tent over here <laughs> and they're like playing <laughs> rock music and i was just like a little freshman right I, like i'm scared you know like i i, I don't want to deal with that 
but actually like big part of college is like coming out of your comfort zone and all that stuff um and you never know you might find a community of people that you really vibe with there and then don't be afraid to sign up i know that me myself like mm. i would have never joined a fraternity if i judged it off of like mm-hmm. the public uh reputation like the stigma uh, around, the stigma around the fraternities, fraternities right but then what i did was like you know what i can live my life uh based on what others think of things or, or their their opinions on things or i can go out and find out for myself mm. so that's my advice to you is like go find out for yourself and mm-hmm. then at least give it one chance mm. uh, or like any organization i mean mm-hmm. like, um that you like at san jose state mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. um come up with a decision or a uh per, uh the, the thoughts yourself mm. i think another thing like try all the things that like student government hosts you know yeah, like it's a really good way like go to the go to the as things you know like when they have like a, a big um like event on like tower lawn or yes. whatever like go to the things right mm-hmm. like even if you don't think that you're gonna enjoy it like go just to go like you yeah. probably don't have anything better to do anyway <laughs> like call him out and then call him out i didn't you know in my freshman year like i know i didn't when Mm -hmm. when i when i wasn't in class i didn't have anything better to do and i really regret not going to more events like that to not doing more more things like that because i really could have made a lot more of my time than i did and i i'm glad that i do now but, you know, that that's time that I can't get back. Is that something you tell little Evan? It, it definitely is. That it, like, if I, if I could see myself uh, when I was five, there's a lot of things that I would tell myself. Number one, don't take yourself so fucking seriously. Man, <laughs> like, speaking to muscle right like, now, my existence. I, I used to think that life was so deep and like so so you know meaningful and like everything matters and it's like no you know what it really doesn't because as much as we like to think that people care about what we're doing they don't Mm. you know like and also i i don't know maybe this is cynical but like i feel like there is no such thing as something bigger than yourself nowadays Mm. for most people so to try and hold everybody to that is kind of ridiculous. Like you're just not going to get that out of most people mm-hmm. and it, that's okay. And see, that's something I really always expected when I was a kid, because I was always like, I felt like I should be part of something larger. Why doesn't everybody else feel this way? Oh. And I was always very bitter and upset about that. Mm. And I think now like, okay like i'm mature enough to know that like you know the things that i think are important Mm -hmm. aren't always going to matter to everyone and i just have to live with it yeah um also things like another thing i would tell my younger self um like don't get mad over things you can't control man i still wrestle with that like if something already happened there's no point in getting mad over it because you can't change it Mm. right like um I, I lived in a situation or, well, I'll just be honest. The The mm. water at, at the fraternity house right now is toxic because the landlord has not replaced the pipes 
in decades and i guess it's potentially like leaching lead into the water stream and poisoning us all a lot of carcinogens yeah a lot of carcinogens so we don't drink the water at the house anymore but like why am i gonna get mad and like extremely livid and be like you can't do this how could you have done this like I can't undrink the water, mm-hmm. you know, like I, I can't unexpose my organs to lead. Mm. So, of course, like, is it terrible? Yeah. But what I have to do is work with a solution and move forward, mm. not get mad over what happened, because that's not going to help me. It doesn't help me to sit there and be mad that this happened. Yeah. What helps me is to drink bottled water to not drink the house water and to move out to find a new house, mm. which is what we're doing. Yeah. So, oh, wait, no way. Yeah. We're, we're finding a new house. Oh, we're, we're not gonna, I see. We're not going to stick around in the poison house. Yeah. Um, What's their excuse? She just doesn't like us. And we don't like her. Yeah. Okay. We don't like her either. So, um, well, there you have it. So, you know, I, I like to me, you know, if we, a lot of the boys are upset about it and they, they want to file a lawsuit against her. Mm-hmm. I think that's... That's tea. To me, that's too much work. That is tea. Um, I think that's... It's very time-consuming to have a lawsuit. And, you know, to be honest, if we don't win the case, then we wasted a bunch of money on legal mm-hmm. fees and we're not going to get that back. Mm-hmm. And wh- who out of broke college students has the money to yeah. front those legal fees to begin with. Cause I don't, mm. and I'm not going. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. So to me, like this is, this is kind of a moot point, right? Like the boys want to file a case like, okay, but who's going to pay for the lawyer? Cause mm. it's not going to be me. Yeah. Um. So again, there's no point in being mad because there's nothing we can do. Mm-hmm. All we can do is move away. Yeah. So, um, like that's just one present example in my life of like things that there's no point in getting mad over. Just uh, Angela, earlier you mm. said that like that's something also you're trying to get over with. Um, is it my love for Justin Bieber or what? What are, what are we talking about? I don't know. Are you a Justin like, Bieber fan? I still love him. Since he is awful. Got the fever. Yeah. I I can't stand that man. Send him back to Canada. Oh. <laughs> Canadians can can keep him. (laughs) Man, I'll move to Canada. But what were you referring to? I don't remember. I don't know. Um, I'm trying to get over something. Being upset over things you can't control. Yeah. Did I say that? You said that you were still struggling with it sometimes. Or you were still struggling with something. Is that when we were talking about mental health in school? Okay. um, I guess going off that tangent, it's hard, right? Because I'm sure all of us here want to be in control of what we're doing, how we're, um, how we're getting the results. Yeah. I think control is just a really hard thing to let go of because, you know, Evan, you were saying that's a big leap into adulthood is to just sit with your emotions, but to, um, it's to know how to react to your emotions because you can't control the past. You can't control life, the way life throws curveballs at you. Mm-hmm. You can only control how you react to it. But oftentimes, it's you have to detach from the negativity. And negativity is what drives us crazy. Whether it's loss, 
whether it's a very hard emotion to deal with, if it's hurt, <laughs> you know? So, yeah, it's hard because, once again, we're dealing with school, work, career dilemmas. It's hard to sit still and really reflect on what's benefiting you. And oftentimes, we don't have to write discernment either. What, we're like 22, 22, 24? Mm -hmm. That's why I plug yourself into a community and talk with people that have experienced these things. Yeah. I think if you focus too much on the past or on the future, that only mm. brings about trauma. Preach right? you're, it. You're no, it's not going to help Preach you. Preach it. You need to live for today or at least the very near future, right? When I say the future, I'm, I don't mean like, you know, my life isn't what I planned for in when I was young. You know, what, what I'm doing today, <laughs> young me would never have imagined this right, and would have said, right. this is a disaster. This is a train wreck. I hate this. Right. This is awful. You're a failure. I can't feel that way. Right. I can't plan 15 years or 20 years or 30 years in advance and then get mad when things don't go that way mm -hmm. because you know what like life pushes you in directions that you didn't plan for honestly that's just it's that's just, life it's going to happen that's life my guy you can't plan your future you can't you can you can plan you know, sort of aspects of your future, like ideas of in, in general where you mm -hmm. want to go, but specifics, you really can't. Yeah, it's never linear. It's never A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Yeah, no, no it's not. They're like, And also you, you can't dwell on the past. You know, you can't sit there and just go, oh, all these things happened and mm -hmm. it's so awful and this and that. Like, it's not helpful. Because if, if all you ever focus on is the trauma that you lived in the past, mm you're never going to get over that trauma. You know, there's, there's nothing behind you. Everything mm -hmm. is in front of you. Mm -hmm. You know, the, 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 all the paths that were branching off that are behind me, I can't go down them anymore. Mm. I can't do it. Right. Time is a one directional arrow. Mm -hmm. You can't go back. Mm. All I can do is think about the paths that are spreading out in front of me. And where I want to go today. I feel like we could have a separate podcast on just like deep thoughts and life. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's sort of my niche. Yeah, for <laughs> real. Is her niche yeah. Is uh, it niche or niche? It's niche, niche. actually. Niche? It's really interesting. People like to think that it's niche because we think that it's a French word, but it's actually an old English word. Niche. And it's pronounced niche. So that's the proper way to pronounce it. Yes. I've been saying that wrong. It's okay. Most people say it wrong. Also, I didn't know minestrone was minestrone. <laughs> Yo. How did you say it beforehand? Minestrone. What? Okay, so I was with my friends playing a game, a board game. And I, I don't know why the topic of like minestrone soup came up. But you know those late night Denny runs and you know you get a soup salad with your entree? Uh -huh. I've been telling the waiter this whole time mindstrone and i had different friends come with me for different occasions to denny's and they never corrected me so all of you guys watching when we went to denny's i done goofed myself and no one corrected me girl that's like that's it's kinda, embarrassing that's tea. yeah all those times it's kind of like your friend has broccoli in their teeth and you're just like oh you you don't say anything but it's like it's there oh you have to 
You have to. The rule is like if you can, they can fix it in like five seconds. Please tell, tell that person that they have broccoli yeah, like your, 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 your flies down. Yes, please. It's not. It's okay. Minestrone found out 2022. You know what's another so interesting name for like a dish? What? what? Stroganoff. What is that? Like beef stroganoff? Yeah. It's How do you know that? What is that? Stroganoff. You clearly have not eaten a lot of TV dinners. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Have you, heard, have you heard of Hungry Man? It's the brand, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Boston yeah. Market. Oh. Frozen dinners. Boston Market? Yes. Uh, what else is there? Uh, uh, lean cuisine. Lean Ooh, cuisine. Marie Calendar's Marie makes Marie Calendar. Um, Man. I used to work in a supermarket. Oh, yeah. I remember. <laughs> I, I, yeah, yeah. I remember you taking us there. Yeah. stroganoff. I, I stock that every day. <laughs> right in the fridge. But it's a, it's a, <laughs> I can actually make it uh, from scratch. Oh, nice. Yeah. Beef stroganoff. Yeah. So what sauce is it? Like, is it pasta? Pasta. There's like egg noodles. Yeah. Um, that's I think that's what makes it stroganoff. Oh. I don't know. It's life. Whatever. We Tis need to get life. a proper couch cover. Yeah. We'll create a Venmo account or like a GoFundMe for this. We need a Patreon. Patreon. Wow. Patreon yes. and then the Patreon can fund our like vacations. <laughs> we'll do like content from our vacations. We'll do one, vlogs. One, one place we really want to go to actually is Korea. Wow. Oh, I would love to go to Korea. Uh, the street food. Yeah. Oh, oh God. Yeah. Come on, let's go. Pack your bags. Uh, After I, this episode, we're going to go. I love all the like the videos on Instagram of like Korean street food. And they always mm -hmm. have like the black gloves. Yeah. And then they like, they make something crazy yeah. that I would like never even think of in my life. Like there's always a lot of eggs. I kind of eggs noticed. heavy, There's a yeah. Lot of eggs. Yeah. Um, but like you know actually, what? yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I really like that though. Like I, I like eggs. Like, well, let's go. Oops. What are we waiting for? <laughs> How <laughs> much do we have on the Patreon page? Come on, uh, I'm we, Korean. We, we gotta set that up. Yeah, you are Korean. Wow. Yeah, okay, yeah. Tell us about Korea. Okay. Um, food is good. Let's start off with that since that's what you guys were talking about. Street food. Street food's good. Definitely with like $5, you can get a meal. Oh. I will say, don't you worry about the language barrier because English is very, very affluent there. If you speak English, everyone worships you. Really? Yep. Evan, you hear that? Okay. I'm going to have a great time in Korea. Oh, yeah, you are. Um, even in Seoul, there is Itaewon. There was a Itaewon Korean class? Yes. <laughs> I don't know what that is. It's Itaewon, yeah, it's a district or city in Seoul. Uh -huh. It basically reminds me of West Hollywood. Oh, it's the gay area. Yes, that, and it's also super diverse there. You see a lot of um, military dudes just there at the bar, drink day drinking. You see a lot of um, like adult toy stores there. Oh, nice, nice. So a it is lot the of gay pubs. area. <laughs> a lot of pubs. A lot of English restaurants. I'm sorry. English named restaurants. Mm. A lot of foreigners. They live there. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, we should. That would be fun. Is it expensive to live in Korea? No. No. Is it really cheap? So, like, if, if I... It, hypothetically, if I, like, had two and a half million dollars, could I live the rest of my life in Korea easily? Oh, yeah. Yeah. With the food coster? I mean... 
in Korea, meat is expensive. Vegetables are expensive. So produce and meat is expensive. But if we're talking like um, like street food, uh, fast food, or even you know your typical restaurant like soup and rice dish, that's that's doable. Even if you were to uh, teach English there, um, they probably pay for your living costs how as much, well. How much does do the? Does I'm not that sure. Sort of pay, I'm not able like, to gauge what the number is, mm, but they will enough. pay for your your like your your apartment because that's what my friend's doing right now. Hold on, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask my phone a question. Are Are there any like Korean culture like uh, culture shocks that, like Americans uh, if they visited Korea or lived in Korea? Like, what are some culture? Shocks? So. Do yourself a favor. Do not expect manners. And I'm not saying, oh, Korean people have no manners because right now our point of reference is just cultural differences. Yeah. So if you're expecting someone in Korea to leave the door open for you while they're going in and you're about to go in, that is something that we do here in America. Mm. But in Korea, it's not normal. And... If you do it, it's sort of going out of your way and people will be like, oh, oh, what's going on here? For them, it's like, oh, wait, what's going on? Okay. It's a culture, uh, cultural difference for them. For example, I was in Korea last year, last April, May, June, July. Yeah. And I went to the gym, but the gym was closed for a holiday. And I saw a guy, so I was coming down the elevator and I saw a guy with a gym bag. And I was like, wait, this guy's probably going to go to the gym. Let me let him know. That the gym's closed, because that's what we do here. It's like, hey, buddy, like, the gym's closed. You don't need to go there. Wait, like, you said that to him? Hey, buddy. No, closed. I didn't do that. <laughs> I'm just, you know. Yeah, I didn't do that. So I told him in Korean. I'm like, oh, and he looked at me. He's like, why is she talking to me? And he didn't say mm-hmm. thank you. Like, oh, wow, thank you for taking your time to, like, look, uh, to look after me. He was just like, he didn't even say anything, by yeah. the way. He was just like, he looked at me very like oh my gosh she's weird and he walked away oh yeah but once again it's not that korean people don't have manners we're just talking about very different cultures right now um everything's fast-paced there Mm -hmm. strangers do not talk to each other more so maybe if you inconvenience them they will yell at you it's like hey what are you doing (laughs) you know yeah do you know that thing like when you walk around san jose state and like you just get eyes on you like for what like, people just look at you, like, when you walk around campus. I don't experience that. Do you have a context for that? Like, no, manners or... No, like, do, like, lock eyes with people. Like, I do. people in general. Like, is Korea like that where people just, you know what I mean? Okay. Like, Korea is like New York, but on steroids. I see. To the max, yeah. So you don't just make mind eye your own contact. Business, you don't. Yeah, mind your own business. You know what? I love that. I, I would love... Hey, people are gonna be looking at you because you're a foreigner. Okay. They'll be like, dude, oh. what is this white stallion? Dude, no, yeah, seriously. People in Asia will literally they look stare at, you. at you. Yeah. Okay, so I was looking up because I was. They're they asking, can't keep their eyes off will, of you. They will turn their necks for you. Yes, they will. <laughs> I was I was looking up uh, how much it costs to live in Korea because uh, I was talking about that. I was mm-hmm. asking about that. So I found out that the average rent in Seoul is about. 510,000 won. Oh, which, which is about $400. Yeah. A month? A month. A month. Uh-huh. For a one $4. bedroom apartment. Yeah. One bedroom, one bathroom. A one bedroom, one bath is about $400. Yeah. In Seoul. Yeah. 
So to me, what that says is I need to move to Seoul. Okay, let's go. Uh, <laughs> Dang. Yeah, I really do Evan, be thinking be that right now. you can be a local celebrity there. Uh, because, um... Local podcast host celebrity person do in you, Seoul. Did you both grow up on YouTube when Eat Your Kimchi was a popular YouTube channel? No. Eat Your Kimchi, two couple... I'm sorry, a couple from... They're either from Canada or from States. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yes, Simon and Martina. Simon and Mar- Martina, yeah. 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 They became like their local superstars because A, they're white. They're white. B, uh, they created a YouTube channel where they're not the people that like to like gentrify and colonize. They were there for the culture. They were there to suffer, to learn the language and become one like the people. And so, yeah, they because they love the culture genuinely, like people caught on. That's how they gain like the audience and subscribers, but yeah, no, they were celebrities. Cause it's like, oh, it's like, dude, you're white in Korea. Yeah, automatically people are like, and then once you start speaking Korean, they're gonna be like, oh my god, like your Korean's so good. They might give you a little extra with your food. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like, oh my god, let me adore you. Here's some side dishes, some entree, some appetizer. Oh, I definitely need to go to Korea now. Yeah, yeah. no, because Evan's never been to Asia. I have He's not. Only been to Western countries. Yeah, where, only... where white people are normal. Like, okay, so yeah. I I was gonna go to Brazil earlier this year, which is obviously not a, a like typical Western first world country. Oh yeah. Um, but that just that it fell through because of COVID. Oh. So it's it's not that like lack of interest. It just I haven't gotten a chance mm-hmm. to go. Um. But I, I would really love to go to Asia. I, mm. The countries I want to go to, like South Korea, Japan, uh, Singapore. You want to um, go to Singapore? Do you want to go to Taiwan? I do want to go yes, to Taiwan. Yes, I do too. Um, I would love to go to Taiwan. I'd also, maybe like Thailand would be pretty fun. Yes. Um, I think all of those places would be super cool to visit. Um see oh well i guess technically in asia but like not east asia um like the united arab emirates would be really cool Mm. um i think that would be like super super fun to go to like dubai oh angela yeah you said that you stayed in korea like for three months yeah last year last year uh do you have any like crazy stories from from then well i mean you're wearing blue and your guys's carpet cover not carpet couch couch cover is blue Mm mm-hmm that gives me PTSD because <clears throat> y'all see my hair is short. Mm-hmm. There's a story behind it. Mm. I bloom. My mm. God, it's speaking to me right now. I went to Korea and I'm away from my normal, you know, routines and my normal life here in America. Three months is a long time to kind of like test out new styles, create an alter ego, live yeah. it out. Vivian. Vivian. Shout out to Vivian and to the people that know Vivian. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to get a tattoo. I'm going to get piercings. I'm going to dye my hair blue. And my hair was longer than this. It was probably up until like, oh, it's like right here. And getting your hair done in Korea is way cheaper than the States. I don't know why, but beauty services are cheaper there and they don't accept tips. So I was like, I'm going to hop out this opportunity. And I don't know what it is about mothers, but they just know your next move. 
you don't need to say nothing they just know in their gut feelings that oh she's about to do something bad so my mom was like hey so you said you're gonna dye your hair right i'm like yeah and she's like what color i'm like no she's like casual blue she's like blue i'm like yeah show me a picture and i showed her like the most neutral tone of blue maybe like dark jet like jet blue and i got the okay but i lied so i went to the salon and mid bleach session jason you're aware with like the bleach process it takes a while my mom calls me and she's like why is it taking so long i'm like don't worry like bleaching your hair takes a long time especially if you have virgin black hair and so Another hour later, she calls me. She's like, I'm going to come find the salon. And at that point, my hair was as blue as your pants. Or the couch cover. Yeah. Wow, that's very blue. And I don't know how she found me because I didn't even give her the address because I knew she was giving me a a whooping, like a like ass whooping after mm-hmm. this. So she found me. She gave me the biggest look of disapproval. And she was like telling the stylist, hey, can you reverse this? My daughter cannot oh. leave. The- yeah. My daughter cannot leave the salon looking like this. You have to reverse it. I'm her mother. And then I was like looking at the salon. And I'm like, oh, it's okay. Just ignore her. I'll pay for this. It's okay. And so I go home, put a towel over my head. And I needed to do the reveal to my dad. My dad looks at me and he just walks back into his room. That was a bad sign. And my mom and dad sit me down for an ultimatum during dinner time. Hey, girl. Before we kill you. We're going to let you know that you have one week to live this hair out. After that, it going to go. And I'm like, it got to go? Like, all the money that went to it, they're like, it, it got to go. So this is why I am a short-haired girl with black hair. Okay, so I have a question. Yes. Um, so when you got rid of the blue hair, yeah. did you shave your head fucking bald or did you actually like dye it? Hey, come on now. I'm sure that's what my parents wanted me to do. <laughs> I'm sure they wanted me to shave my head and get a wig. But uh cool thing about like color chemistry is that you can mix different colors mm-hmm. to hide like a specific tone. It's cool. It's like science. And so I went back. Well, no, I didn't go back to her because, oh, my God, my heart would break if she saw what I, like what I was going to do. I went to a different salon across the street from that salon. And I was like, hey, you know, this color got to go. What can you do? And they made it ash gray. I don't know how they did it. Ash gray, black and scissors, snip, snip. And like I had a really short cut. And that's what birthed the current era of Angela. The less girly, the more, according to my friend Andrew, the more lesbian looking Angela. <laughs> you know how I dress? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, tell the audience what I dress like now. Because I didn't used to dress like that back in SoCal. Oh, uh, you dress? Like a dude. Mm, right? No, I don't think like Maybe a dude. not when you I'm at church. You dress that good uh oh, okay i don't want you i don't want right because i gotta dress up for church it, it fits your personality pretty cool like i mm. mean like, you go to coffee shops you're, you're outgoing you're like uh I don't you know. know it's cool like when i first met you you had, you had the short hair and i didn't dress like a guy you did you did okay but you're not like a super girly girl anyways right? i'm not yeah so like i'm kinda, not kinda fits your personality yeah your pretty well yeah Dang, so that happened in Korea. Yeah, and then, dude. Did you have to live another month in Korea with that and your parents? Yeah, after I cut my hair and it was it got dark, you know, like a natural hair color. They're like, oh, that's my daughter. She's mm. so cute. Yeah. Tra- I mean, like traditional like Korean girls don't go for that style, right? So like you must have stood out. 
traditionally no because when you're in school in Korea, like um, K grade, elementary, high school, sorry, middle high, you need to abide by like school policies and it's super traditional. Like no colored hair, no piercings, no accessories, uniform, makeup. They're getting a little more laxed on, but still no makeup. Yeah. No makeup. No makeup mm. in a lot of schools. Yeah. Isn't isn't Korea also very into like beauty and and mm-hmm. cosmetics yeah. and all of that? Like, I see so many uh, like Korean girls who like they they get like plastic surgery mm-hmm. for their like birthday, their eighteenth yeah. birthday. Oh yeah, eyelid surgery, right? Very normal. Very normal. I think it's crazy that like you grow up in this society like telling you like don't change anything you have to be exactly oh, it's toxic natural you have to be exactly right? this yeah and then yeah. the minute that you turn 18 that everybody expects you to be like you know to wear like the the like stereotype like cliche asian mm-hmm. girl makeup and like yeah. to you know like i think that's wild like yeah that, that like you turn 18 and immediately the switch flips and it's like, no, you have to do all this stuff to make yourself look beautiful now. Even though before, like two days ago, we were like, no, you could never do this. Like, what is that? Here's this also. You're at your family, um, family's like gathering and you know, you're a student, you're probably like what you're 12, 13. And that's when you're very self-conscious about your weight and your physical appearance. And your aunt and uncles are like, oh, you put on some weight. But a second later when the food's, um, you know, getting ready, oh, eat more, eat more. What? You literally told me I look like a pig, but now you're feeding me more like pork ribs. Like, I don't understand. What is this like duality? And so you're done eating like a second serving. A week later, your aunt and uncle are like, you know, it looks like you put on quite some weight. Like, you're not going to get a lover from this, you know? What the? Yeah, that doesn't make any yeah. sense. I had a, toxic. I had a friend who uh, I went over to her house. What and ethnicity her, is she? She is. She's, is she Korean? No, she okay. she's a Mexican girl. Okay, but like her mom straight up was like, "Evan, you look like you've gained weight." Hell no. Nah. And she said because she has like the most like sweet like perfect little accent like not like a like she doesn't have like a Hispanic accent yeah. but like just like. She like sounds like this, this, like, perfect little, like, cutesy, like, like a doll, you mm-hmm. know? And she's like, oh, Evan, it looks like you've gained weight. And it's like, uh-huh, thank you. I didn't need you to point that out to me. You're like, <laughs> like, oh, my God. Like, yeah. who do you, like, you don't tell your daughter's friend that Mm-mm. they gained weight. Like, mm. it's one thing to, to it's. It's already shitty enough to judge your own family. Yeah. But, like, you don't just tell somebody that you barely know, like, oh, you got fat. Like, yeah. what? Yeah. What is that? Like, that that was really, like, unnerving. Yeah, definitely cultural differences to that, too. I think Asian cultures is just super normalized to, to like, straight yeah. up be like, in your face. Like, oh, you look like you gained weight. It's or, in your face. Yeah, it's straight up in your face. There's a lot of cultural differences. Mm-hmm. I have so much more to say. Uh-huh. <laughs> so little time. Mm-hmm. Well, you can always come back. You're always welcome. Okay. Yeah. That was a crazy story, though, with your hair and yeah. everything. Long beard, <sighs> black hair. Well, Angela Hong, that was yes, a Jason great episode. Kim. 
thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for coming. Yeah. yeah. Is there uh, anything you would like to say to shout out? Um, shout out to Zoom Movement. Shout out to Tyler, the creator. Shout out to Satellite House. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to San Jose State students. I know you're crying right now because finals are coming up. Yeah. But don't cry alone. Yeah. Cry together in a Let's big room. Let's cry together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Evan? Um, I'd like to say uh, follow us on Instagram. Um, subscribe on YouTube and Spotify. Um, like our posts. Comment. Let us know how we're doing. Follow us on TikTok. Um, the Twitter is coming soon. Ayo. I promise this time it's coming soon. <laughs> Now that Elon Musk owns Twitter. Um, And we'll see you next week. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening.